This podcast episode was originally broadcast on YouTube and recorded in April 2020. You can find more queer content from The Gay Pro at thegaypro.com. You're listening to The Gay Pro, where we empower gay business professionals from any industry to love who they are and love what they do. I'm your host, Omar Alexis Ochoa. Let's get into it. Hey, it's Amar Alexis, but you can call me Lex. You've undoubtedly seen bios on Tinder, Bumble, and Grindr that look a little something like a ploy to gain Instagram followers. This is one of the many ways that gay guys use dating applications to build their personal brands and gain influence. While I personally hate matching with profiles like that, I do think there are other more effective ways to leverage untraditional social media platforms like Grindr and Tinder to build a network and gain professional opportunities. You can network on Grindr. There is a whole button for it and everything, I swear, go look. And as dubious as it sounds, I've actually made a few mentors on Grindr myself. This is because tools like Grindr and Tinder have powerful filters that, as problematic as they are, are extremely powerful for individuals. Now, the age filter is what I typically use to find friends around my age. You know, people to hit up the bars with and to check out the gay clubs and and go drinking and hang out. However, I've also used the age filter to find mentors in a variety of subjects. I can actually think of about 10 mentors that I have anywhere between the ages of 35 and 60. Although we initially connected on a dating or hookup app, these connections are non-sexual and entirely platonic. These are men with a collective hundreds of years of experience in entertainment, medical technology, screenwriting, marketing, investments, and I've learned a ton from them over the years. These are all things I'm interested in learning more about and do over cups of coffee, dinner, and glasses of wine. Although Grindr is largely a cesspool with me included, it is one of the few places that gay men can meet and interact with people of all ages, races, and sizes. And it's a place where you already have something in common with everyone there, queerness. That in itself is invaluable because it doesn't matter where you come from, what you do, or how much money you make. People on Grindr are fully accessible, and Grindr, as well as the internet, provides a space to connect with people of any age, race, or size. That makes dating apps incredibly powerful social engagement tools. It's for this reason I highly value the forum, despite its many flaws, that Grindr provides gay men of all ages. Our elder gay community is a grossly undertapped resource for young gay men, a resource of knowledge and experience. This is due in part to much of the vanity, over-sexualization, and narcissism within the community, but also due in part to society at large, at least American society in that the spheres of youth and maturity remain largely separate. There are few forums in American society where people of all ages, young and old, can come together to share ideas and even become friends. However, it's on Grindr that people of all ages, races, and sizes can come together and connect. Now, from a networking perspective, I've not only learned a ton from my elder gay mentors, but I've also gained professional opportunities. One of my elder gay friends owns a marketing agency, 
And when I was in college studying marketing and business analytics, I was in the market for opportunities to gain experience. And he actually put me on board with a project that his marketing organization was doing, a marketing research project for a sports company. Opportunities like these are made possible because of the access that my elder gay friends have to experience, knowledge, and contacts, resources well beyond my own. This is just one example of how mentorship is one of those trickle-down benefits that you can gain from connecting with members of the elder gay community utilizing a platform like Grindr. Many members of our elder gay community want nothing more than to help young gay men along their own paths to success or self-discovery. And having someone like that in your life is incredibly rewarding. Now, given a lot of the stigma in society regarding relationships between younger and older men, I do want to touch upon an extremely powerful grinder filter that I think will lay some of that stigma to rest. That is the looking for filter. If you're seeking a hookup, set your status to right now, but there are also options for chat, friendship, and relationship. You can leverage the looking for filter to ensure that the people you're seeing on your feed and whose feeds you pop up on have the same things and same ideas in mind about what you're doing on the application. Combining the looking for filter with something like the age filter is an incredible way to find elder gay mentors who want nothing more than to just chat, hang out, and make friends. Now, I do want to play devil's advocate for a little bit because what I'm talking about is using Grindr, a hookup application, as a tool for professional networking and that the two don't jive. And your first reaction is probably, huh, using Grindr for friends? Using Grindr for mentors, puh? Lees, you are here for the same thing the rest of us are here for. And for the most part, that is true. Mostly anyone, including your ex-boyfriend, who claims to be using Grindr for friends or networking is probably lying. And that's simply because of the nature of the platform. However, my recommendation isn't to log on to Grindr and use it explicitly for networking and professional opportunities. Rather, I recommend that while using Grindr already for hookups and dates and friendships and conversations, that you also remember that it maintains capabilities that allow you to expand your horizons beyond hookups and dates. Remember that you can use these tools in a more productive way, especially if you're going to be spending a ton of time on the application. Now, if you want to gain the most utility out of your profile in terms of being able to talk to people for the sake of hookups, but also for the sake of relationships and networking, your profile needs to be able to speak to all three categories. That is, it may be difficult to navigate a more proper and professional conversation if your profile picture is of your hairy, glistening chest. <laughs> that lends itself more to the hookup category. Similarly, having a photo with your head cropped out kind of makes it difficult for someone to try and date you or befriend you. So I recommend making your profile look something similar to what it looks like on Tinder or Hinge. This is because those kinds of profiles speak to multiple different audiences. And as such, you don't exclude yourself or pigeonhole yourself into only finding hookups with your bare chest, or only finding professional connections with a picture of you in a suit. A more casual profile lends itself to multiple different types of conversations. It's simply more universal. Lastly, when I talk about networking and connections, I'm talking more about things that will affect your life a little more immediately. Networking is a long game. 
However, some users make the mistake of using Tinder to leverage their social media accounts and profiles and grow their following. Thank you so much for listening. Again, my name is Amar Alexis, but you can call me Lex. Please make sure to rate five stars and subscribe for new episodes. You can also get more queer content at thegaypro.com.